Unlock your iPhone first. Sorry, Siri. You weren't supposed to be part of this uh, call. What is going on, everybody? I am Jackson. And I am Tristan. And today, on this episode of the Evening Cup, we are straying away from the spirits, and we are going to try out some vino. Some wine, if you uh, needed a translation from Jackson's, I believe, Italian. You know it. So today we uh, we asked our sales rep, our new sales need rep, to unlock your iPhone first. Sorry, Siri, you weren't supposed to be part of this uh, call. Um, yeah. So we asked our sales rep, and he's a new guy. Well, new to us. He's been he's been doing this for a while. He's been in the uh, wine industry for a minute over in Kalamazoo, in the biz, in the biz. And so we were like, hey. What's a wine that we really, really need to taste? And he said, a Pinotage, without hesitation. This was the, we, we asked him for an interesting wine we should taste, and this was the first one he told us. Yeah. Pinotage from Barista. It's a South African vineyard. Um, a Pinotage is... I think a mixture of a couple of wines. I do believe it is a blend. Um, yeah, it's a red wine, grape in South Africa, signature variety. Um, it was cultivated there in 1925 as a cross between a Pinot Noir and a Sin, Sin South. I don't, I don't really know how to pronounce that one. It's C-I-N-S-A-U-T. Um, it was known as um, Hemeterage in South Africa at the time, hence the name of Pinotage. Um, typically produces a deep red varietal wine with smoky, bramble, and earthy flavors. Sometimes with the notes of bananas... And tropical fruit. You guys know how much Jackson loves his bananas. I do love bananas. So we'll see if it has a banana flavor. I have looked up uh, Barista Pinotage. Um, I don't think this one's going to taste like bananas, but we'll see. Yeah. uh, And so I don't know if Jack knows the notes, but I do. He does. They're on the back of the bottle that I was just looking at. He's, he's he's, He's ahead of the game. So we'll see what it really tastes like. Um. Yeah. So let's let's talk about the bottle. What's it look like? Well, it's got a nice, clean label here. Barista. It's got a shield. And it's a 2020 Pinotage. It is a wine of origin, Western Cape, product of South Africa. Mm. So apparently in the Pinotage world, there's some criticisms going on. Oh, really? Some scandal. Despite the reputation of easy cultivation, the Pinotage grape has not escaped criticism. A common complaint is the tendency to develop isoamylacate during winemaking, which leads to a sweet pungency that often smells like paint. That's a bad thing. I... I mean, I don't, <laughs> I don't think smelling like paint is desirable, but um, some people calling the nose hot and horrible and 
compares the taste to rusty nails. I hope you have your tetanus shot. I had a rusty nail one night at a bar in East Chicago. It was an experience. Yeah, okay. I forget what's in a rusty nail. Uh, I believe it is uh, whiskey and rambouille. Ew. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) Um, So. I'm letting it breathe. All right. Pour pour it in. uh, Let's get some nose on this. Um, Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, he doesn't. Okay. That's. I, for some reason, I thought the color was going to be brown. I don't know why it said red grapes. Um, so yeah, we're, uh, we're using our stemmed crystal glasses here. Seeing if it's got some, I thought you just slopped that all over the table. Uh, nope. Mm-mm. I have, I have control. I can already tell this viscosity is very, uh, is it low? What is, what is not viscous? Then, yeah, I mean, I believe viscosity is the degree of thickness, so it's right. It's it's got a low viscosity or a high viscosity. So it's a very thin. Yeah, liquid. so so low. I think I yes. don't see much legs. Um, Cole asked the other day. So what are what are legs? Um, oh, there's some there. What what are legs when they're talking about that? And um, I'm be honest. I told him I don't really know. I do know that it's if it, you know, if it's viscous, it sticks to the glass a little bit and then and kind of has these spider-like legs. Um, but it doesn't seem to have very much legs. It's there. They're there. Ever so gently. It smells good. Does it? Okay. What's the nose like? Is it pungent? It's not hot. <laughs> so you're saying it doesn't smell like cheap tequila. No, or rusty nails. Oh, actually, it kind of has a. I just smelled roast beef. Roast, roast beef. <laughs> <laughs> straight up, we got the meats. Straight up roast beef. I mean, I guess I can see where you're coming from, but that's not. That was not the first scent that came to my mind. It was it was not not beef. I, yeah, I feel. <laughs> I feel like I'm about to order Some of this beef wine. Um, a large roast beef sandwich from Arby's right now pairs well with an Italian beef. I'm sh- it's the odd you that you drip it in. That's actually yeah. what this is. Yes. You said, yeah. Okay. Um, so a little bit more details on the Pinotage. Apparently it's also grown in Brazil, Canada, Israel, New Zealand, United States, and Zimbabwe. Interesting. Yeah. They're, apparently they're planting some in Arizona. California, Michigan. There's going to be a Michigan Pinotage. Going to have to grab it. Um, it must be up and coming. So, like Jack said, the sales rep instantaneously was like, you got to try this. Um, I thought he was kind of saying it because the name's Barista and we're yeah. in a coffee shop. Um, but the more he explained it, I kind of understood why. Um, it's called barista because it apparently is tastes like coffee. Yeah, it's uh so the color. It's a dark burgundy, a plum perhaps. Yeah, you know it's uh very red still, 
um, but purpley as well. So maybe not as far as burgundy, but plum, I think is a good, good call. Um, the nose, like I said, beef, beef. Um, let me smell it one more time. So I don't smell beef. It's a, what do you smell? It's a, I get a li- low key chocolate notes, a little bit, not very much, okay. just a little bit. Um, and some like deep berry, like, uh, not a sweet berry, but like, uh, perhaps a mulberry. Oh, a, a burberry goose. Gooseberry. So last <laughs> morning cup when Josh filled in for you. The last coffee we had had notes of red currant and Re- not black currant. Not black currant, currant, red currant. And Josh looked it up what a currant is. It's a berry. It's a member of the gooseberry family. A goose. It's a member of the gooseberry family. And that's they yeah, that's a little bit uh of, of that kind of that kind of berry I'm getting. It's 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 one of the less sweet berries. Not like a blackberry or a strawberry or a raspberry, but a savory berry. Yeah, a mulberry, blackberry, a damsel. Boysenberry. Schnozberry? Huckleberry. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, I smell a little bit of leather, which is funny. Um, <laughs> I think, who was it? I think it was TT and someone else was like, leather like why would they describe it like and i was like you've never uh you've never put leather in your mouth and just wanted to try it <laughs> like or, or are you an oral person <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute you've never tasted you've leather never or, tasted leather or are you a normal person i guess you didn't play softball or baseball oh yeah because you definitely, definitely taste in some leather um but it, leather really has a nice taste um, Faith was with me. She's tasted leather before. She said she uh, not surprised. She she was like, yeah, you just yeah. chew on it. Chew on it. It's a little juicy. Yeah. So apparently this grape is high, naturally high in tannins. Oh, the tannins. The tannins. Did you let the tannins rest? That's what we're doing right now, right? Letting it breathe. Letting yeah. them rest. It's, it's breathing. You know this has this has a woody smell. I think. A little less like beef, more like oak. Hmm. Okay. I'm going to drink some. All right. Well, cheers. Salute. That was, uh, (laughs) that was close. Thought we broke that on a second. So Jack just took his first sip. He's going to tell us what he thinks. I'm going to take my first sip. Hmm. You know, definitely, uh, definitely a dark berry. Um, I've never had a uh, gooseberry. Neither have I. But I would expect this is what it tastes like. So the back of the bottle here says it's a burst of intense, rich coffee and chocolate aromas with ripe nuances of mulberry, plum, no Oxford comma. And maraschino cherries. The good ones? Uh, that I can't tell you. Um, 
I would say these would rank more up with like the Luxardo cherries than the bright red cherries you get from Gordon's Food Service. Yeah. So it's supposed to smell like chocolate and coffee. Yeah, it says it says you got a, a rich coffee and chocolate aroma. Yeah, I'm not getting that, but I I get a, a smidge, a skosh of chocolate. Yeah, but it's overwritten by the roast beef and mulberry. Very acidic. Yeah, it is quite acidic to be TBH. Um, interesting wine. Kind of tinges the taste buds a little bit. Yeah, he was not wrong when he picked this one as an interesting wine. Hmm. I would say the only other wine that I've tasted that's not even similar was that if you if we go back to that Indian wine that I tasted that was yeah. very herbaceous. Yeah. Um, what was that? That what kind of wine was that? I don't remember, but go I, find out on past. Uh, I actually really liked that wine. This wine. Um, is what I like to call fine. I don't hate it. Like fine it. wine. No, no fine. this is fine. Hmm. Do you uh be okay ordering a bottle of this or sorry a cup of this at the restaurant? So I have a tendency, like when ordering wine at restaurants, I just kind of go off the cuff and order one that I think yeah. looks cool, right? Mm-hmm. Um. If I ordered this and got this, I would not be upset. I would not say this is a bad wine. Now, knowing what this tastes like, would I buy a bottle of it? I don't know. I can't say. So, okay. Hear this out. It says, enjoy this on its own, which, like you said, it's fine. Or with a seared duck breast, a crisp pork belly or your favorite pizza to be honest this with a pork you know how um with that like appley like pork roast loin yeah i can see that going well yeah or with some duck yeah um a nice lean pizza though interesting pairing somebody get me a deep dish right now send it i think the the mixture of um the sweet with this like little savory bitter yeah berry flavor would go great yeah um pardon me um i think i would agree that this would be a better wine with food yeah i think it would be could you see it with the quesadilla though perhaps or grilled cheese i was just gonna say cole's grilled cheese nice little basil tomato cheddar i would like this in a flight of wine though i would say that because it'd be a nice little departure from the normal reds yeah um i i don't know man the more i drink this i'm actually kind of digging it i you know i'm with you i'm actually it's uh it's definitely a it shocks the palate right it kind of gets you you going it's a conversation starter for sure too like if, if you want to uh to wow some of your friends with a cool wine that's not just a box of Franzia, you can hit them up with a little bit of barista pinotage. Hey, it's a cool name, pinotage. pinotage. It's yeah, a, it's it's not just a regular cab or a pinot or a um or a Malbec pinotage. Pinotage. It is a thirteen point zero four percent alcohol. 
there is 7.9 grams per liter of residual sugar. And as we discussed, it is acidic. It's a 3.58 pH, a far departure of the eight and over water. So this is not going to get you perfectly balanced. But, well, you know, you got to dehydrate while you rehydrate, right? Yeah. Great poet once said that. Um, well, there she's gone. Yeah, the, that. So, I mean, I'm gonna say this. I think I think my fine reference at the beginning might have been a little quick. Um, the more I drank that, the more I would say my mouth kind of got used to the acidity, and then that kind of subsided, and it really lets you enjoy the flavors more than just getting kind of buzzed by the uh, the acidity. Yeah, and I definitely think eating this with some sort of drinking this with some sort of food um would would be ideal because that would cut some of that acidity as well yeah and uh, um oh wait that wasn't locked in (laughs) um and realistically this is a very affordable wine it is um i've seen anywhere from 15 to 20 25 bucks even 14 or 13 right there yeah. seeing. um so this this brand specific specifically has uh it's 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 not you're not going to be breaking the bank you're not going here's here's what i've um come to learn and i've also heard that that you know that ten dollar bottle range sounds pretty nice but if you spend that extra five bucks it'll go up in quality yeah. a lot a lot more and just going up to the 30 to 50 dollar range does not mean it's going to be good wine correct um i would say like i've said with melbeck's um the 15 dollar bottle is really going to play ten dollars under what it really should be valued at it's about a 25 dollar bottle so you're saying argentinian malbecs are undervalued is that what you're saying yes i think they are undervalued um and you know, I have heard someone say that, but I have tried it myself, and I've been extremely happy with the Argentinian Malbec variety. I think you can get a better Malbec for a lower price than you can a Pinot or, or a Cab. Pinot. Yeah, I, I would. I would compare, and I would kind of compare this to a Cab too. Just in the, it's not sweet. It's it's no, yeah. a little bit more on the dry side. It's not super, but it's not like but it's super light. Dry. It's light like the Pinot Noir. Yeah, um, and a little bit sweet. It actually has a little bit of sweet on the front end, and then it finishes yeah. kind of like a cab. And then it's not very, uh, like you said, it's not very heavy. And I mean, obviously, it's made with a a, a Pinot varietal kind of varietal, yeah, kind of. Um, but yeah, I like I said, the more I drank this. Um, the more I liked it and definitely if you're going to pair it with food, I think that would work really well. Yeah. Um, this is off the cuff, never discussed before, but I, I, I'm being, I'm interested in actually carrying this here. Um, well, it is barista and it's a it perfect match. I mean, maybe the guy knew what the hell he was talking about. Wow. He sold us to hook, line and sinker. Um, but he, he knew his line, um, which, you know, when we were talking to him, we talked about possibly doing wine tastings with him and meet the maker events. Um, 
So I want to know out there if that's something you guys would be interested, please leave a comment. If you are interested in an event similar to that, um, could be coming to you soon. Let us know in the comments and we'll see what we can do. I think it's time to uh, see if we give this a uh, stamp of approval or not. So as I said earlier, my first few sips, uh, I said it was just okay. It was fine. Um, but the more I drank it and the more I thought about it and the more kind of used to I got it, got to it, um, I was able to taste the um, the nuanced flavors, as they say on the bottle. Um, and I really liked it. I've, uh, yeah. I, I've really gotten away from sweet wines. Um, Man, right? They made my tummy ache, so I don't drink them a lot. Um, and the red you know, wine is 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 definitely the superior wine and i'm i'm approaching middle age and so my taste buds are changing um as we noted when i was drinking that beer oh that you wanted the two-hearted the 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 world's your the world's most finest ipa yeah Can, give me your finest ipa yeah uh historically i've not been a fan of two-hearted by bells and i drank one the other day because it was free and I looked at Tristan and said, damn it. <laughs> I actually kind of like this. Um, Shout out to Bells. Larry Bell. Just selling. Doing doing the thing. Doing. Retiring. Yeah. That's 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 the, the, the goal when you, you start a business is to build it up to what you want it to be and then be able to retire and enjoy your work. So uh, congratulations, Larry Bell. Kudos to him. Um, but yes, back to it. Uh, I will give this my stamp of approval. Boom. Jackson stamp of approval right there for you. I would have to agree. It started out. It started out a little rough. It, it's interesting <laughs> as, as the guy said, and maybe an it did actually need to breathe a little bit longer. It, it probably did um, because it's a way different wine now than it was when we first started. It's actually very smooth. Um, it's it's sort of like the Malbec where at first it kind of gives you that boom and then you just drink it. It kind of is like, oh, wow, this is smooth. This is nice. So check it out. Pinotage by Barista, possibly coming to a Cafe Rica near you. This is not a promo, by the way. No, it's not. Thank you for stopping by. It's always a pleasure. Take it easy.